It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Listening to the San Jose Sharks Morning Tide, brought to you by Coors Light. Logan Couture wins it in overtime. Now, here's your host, Ted Ramey. Devils got the man on the point, Dursey with it. Back to Keller, right circle. Throws to the front of the net, in front they score! A high, low, high play. Keller down low to Kerfoot, in front to Schmaltz. And Schmaltz makes it 4-2 Coyotes, an absolutely gorgeously executed power play goal by Nick Schmaltz. Yeah, I thought as the game went on, we uh, cheated for offense. And I think when you haven't been scoring goals, I think that ha that's what happens. And it's too bad because I thought we had a lot of energy. I thought our first period was good. You know, we answered back when they make it 1-0. Just, you know, the, sh the breakaway goal, just, you know, we have an opportunity on an initial rush maybe to create some offense, and, you know, our second defenseman just lets everybody get behind him. It's just, you know, I think there were two or three breakaways during the course of the game, and it's too bad because I thought, you know, I thought there was a lot of good things going on in the first period and even early in the second, and then we forced... They get the first goal off of just leaving the, you know, it's a three-on-three, three and, you know, we vacate the good ice, uh, the small rink a little too soon, and they get the goal, and we answer it back, and doing some good things, and next you know, it's three to one. And, uh, you know, the third one really, I thought, deflated us again. You know, it's, we did a hell of a job on all our face-offs, first time we don't do what we're supposed to do, and it ends up in the back of our nets. So, you know, that's kind of what been the story lately. I mean, frustrating all right good morning everyone what's happening we are reacting to the fourth straight loss for the san jose sharks and this might be the one for me that is the most uh most upsetting of the four that's gone down because you come off of that big 2-1 win off of the road trip where you go 3-2-1 and one, you beat winnipeg you're feeling great everyone's talking about hey the sharks are only seven points out of a playoff spot right now and then they lose one nothing in Arizona. And they were flat mentally. They were flat physically. They just didn't look like they had it. And that's understandable because I honestly felt that the letdown game would have happened against Winnipeg, but it happens against, against Arizona. Then you go into Colorado and you've got the major penalty in the first three minutes of the game. And you're down one nothing. you know, nine minutes in the box in the first period. There's no flow. It's a situation where... The Avs can take advantage, and okay, you lose to the Avs team. They're a true contender, in my opinion, and you know it's going to be tough for you to beat them in any way, shape, or form. Then you've got L.A. at home, and L.A. is just significantly better than the Sharks in all capacities. Like I'm not trying to take this out against the Sharks or anything like that, but during that game, um, they just looked like a much, much better team than the Sharks, and they showed why they are such a uh, good team, especially on the road. 
up to this point of the year. The Kings showed why they're so good defensively. Uh, the Kings showed why they are uh, a team that is most definitely on the rise and one to watch throughout the entirety of this season. So the Kings' goals against this year is 70. They've given up 70 goals. That is the best in the NHL. The Sharks' goal differential, minus 64. So that just tells you about where those two teams are overall right now. And then the Sharks, with this loss tonight, they've got 21 points. They are at the bottom of the Pacific Division. They're at the bottom of the NHL right now by way of winning percentage. They have lost four in a row, and now they are having to fight back against all the momentum that they gained on that road trip and one game back home where they went four, two, and one. And, you know, a correction of one way or another is occurring right now. But what's concerning to me is that the Sharks last night in that game against Arizona, Arizona, I will acknowledge, has been, you know, better as of late. They've now got four wins in a row. Uh, they're 6 4 0 in their last 10. They've been playing better hockey. Um, and they're around 500 on the road, nothing, you know, to write home about. But, Arizona, to me, presented a, a game for the Sharks where they would be able to get a win, where they would be able to beat them. They had just played them a couple days ago. They should have been looking to get right back where they wanted to uh, after that disappointing game. Um, but instead, you know, they just did too much of the wrong thing, and they were overzealous in their attempt to generate offense. And listen, I understand that you try and get a little bit on the front foot. You try and, you know, get play a little bit of that downhill hockey Totally, but at the same time, you've got to make sure that you're not putting yourself in a bad situation. And too many times in this game against Arizona, the Sharks put themselves in a bad situation. And right now, the Sharks are not a team that can overcome a whole lot. I know that we want to look at that last road trip and pay attention to what they did against the Rangers and look at the comebacks that they had. And those were all remarkable. I'm not trying to deny that in the slightest, but right now, the Sharks are a team that is good at riding momentum. Like on that East Coast road trip, they rode that momentum to get themselves back into some incredible games. And they were able to get the bounces and get the breaks and get themselves a couple of wins that seemed rather improbable. But there is a huge difference between riding momentum and then riding that momentum, but it doesn't yield the result that you're hoping for. Like in this game last night, the Sharks are down 3-1, entering the third period. Boom. They get that goal right off the start in the first shift of the third. It's 3-2, and then they start thinking that they can immediately play that downhill hockey and ride that momentum and let that overpower the opposition. They played like they were going to win the game with each puck possession, and that doesn't work. Like You can't get that far ahead of yourself. You can't leave that much open ice behind you. You can't just assume that everything's going to work out in these situations. It was a premature desperation whereas if you settle down if you play your game it's three two you've got to make sure it's clean you've got to make sure you put yourself in a position uh to be able to build upon what you just did to make it a three two game uh instead uh they gave the puck away they made the wrong play too many times and quickly a three two game uh turned into a 4-2 game turned into a 5-2 game, and that was all there was for the San Jose Sharks. And, you know, that's just another situation where the Sharks are giving up the power play goal. The Sharks spent more time in the box. They did not look like they were ever really 
trying to cohesively create offense beyond more than effort and get the jump on the opposition, which is unfortunate because I thought that, you know, guys like Duclair had a really good jump last night and he had a nice goal, by the way. Uh, Zadina looked phenomenal out there on the ice. I thought that William Eklund looked like he was doing some good things. I thought that there was a lot of good things that were being evidenced as individual aspects of what the Sharks doing, but the cohesive aspect of it was lacking. Uh, they were not being uh, careful with the puck. They were also being very, very reactive. And now, as I've said before, they are a team that rides momentum, but now you have to start asking yourself, are they riding momentum again? And have they done this before? And they doing it in a different way because they rode the momentum of the start. Momentum doesn't always mean a good thing, by the way, like they, let that overwhelm them and that momentum carried them to an 0-10-1 start before they started winning some games and playing hockey better and they got themselves back to a respectable level. But now, you know, where is the momentum of a four-game losing streak going to take them? Because only in one of them have they been right there and that was the loss to Arizona in which they lost one nothing. And right now, you know, the offense isn't clicking a whole lot. They're pressing to try and make something happen. Uh, they have lost... You know, one nothing, four one, six two, and now five two. So the offense isn't really there. They are not really finding themselves. And you're looking at this four game slide in which they have only scored five goals in four games, and yet in the last three games they've given up 15 goals overall, and they've given up 16 in these four games that they have lost overall. So they're averaging uh, giving up four goals a game, uh, but obviously. 15 of those 16 have come in the last three games. It was only the one nothing loss uh, to Arizona was the one where the defense was uh, pretty decent in that game. But, you know, beyond that, I thought Mackenzie Blackwood uh, probably wants a couple of those back. But at the same time, you're giving up breakaways. You're giving up, you know, slot chances. You're giving up grade A's. You put your goalie in a bad situation and you are going to pay for it. And listen, Mackenzie Blackwood has done enough up to this point of the year where he has been making big stops. He has been making big saves. He cannot be expected to be perfect. He cannot be expected to bail the team out in every single game. And while I would have liked him to have made, uh, you know, two more stops in this game, I can't say that he is the problem. The problem to me right now is the Sharks trying to do too much trying to work too hard and pressing to create on offense, uh, not being careful with the puck, being reactionary. And right now, the goodwill of what they did on that 3-2-1 road trip and the game home where they beat Winnipeg, uh, you know, now it's got a little bit of a foreboding feel to it because a four-game losing streak, it happens. When you get to five, then it starts to get a little bit more of a weight on you. And I do think this is very much different than what we saw earlier this year. The Sharks are better overall, uh, but this is a big test going into Vancouver. Can they earn a point out of this game and go into a three-game break with a little bit of momentum before they go to L.A. and then come back home to host the Oilers? This is a this is a stiff challenge. And then right after that, they get a couple of days off before they go uh, into Colorado once again. So right now, you know, you are looking at a four-game slide where you've got Vancouver, L.A., Edmonton, and Colorado before the end of the month. That could quickly turn into an eight-game losing streak. And then you look at the start of January, you're hosting the Red Wings, that's a good team. You're hosting Winnipeg, that's a good team. You're hosting Toronto, that's a good team. And I'm not trying to be a, a doomsday type person, but I'm saying the Sharks, 
need to figure out what they can get going in their game again offensively to where it comes more natural, where they're not pressing for it. And they also need to figure out uh, what they can do defensively beyond just being more careful with the puck. Like pressing for offense is one thing. Making yourself a little bit vulnerable defensively is, is another thing. But the one that really gets me is the carelessness of the puck, trying to make something happen, getting too far out over your skis, and then you come back and it bites you. And, you know, the Sharks have had trouble off the faceoff as of late, ever since Nico Sturm went down, which is, again, something that I don't think we're probably talking about enough. That's a that's a big loss. But when you are not a great team, as the Sharks are not a great team right now, you do not have the luxury of being able to deal with self-inflicted wounds. That which the Sharks do to themselves has a very high probability of coming back and hurting them as they get deeper and deeper into a game. And yeah, this is one of those games where the defense wasn't perfect. They did some bad stuff out there. The offense was not enough. The net minding could have been better. But despite all of that, at a certain point of this game, you know, after the first period, there's no score. And then you get yourself back into the game when you're down one nothing. You make it one one, and then you still don't have enough pushback. And you know that one one game, you know, goes uh, to a two one game just a couple of minutes later. And then it's three one just a few minutes later after that. And suddenly you're exiting the third or you're exiting the second period. And it's a game that was right there and gets away from you a little bit. And right there when you pull it right back, it gets away from you again. And These are micro trends with the Sharks that have a chance to turn into a macro trend of something that is going to be problematic as they head into the stretch of games where, no, I am sure they are going to win one in there. I don't think they have another 11-game winless streak in them, but it it is feeling rather serious right now, rather tenuous and rather difficult as the Sharks are going to be going to Vancouver before it's L.A., Edmonton, and Colorado to end the year. And then, like I said, after that, With Detroit, Winnipeg, and Toronto, this schedule isn't getting any easier. So the Sharks need to take care of business. And I I do remain confident that they can rectify things and right the ship. I don't know if it's going to happen in Vancouver because Vancouver uh, has just been playing such good hockey. Uh, They right now are at the top of the Pacific, 22-9-3, 47 points, 12-3-1 at home, 10-6-2 on the road. They actually did lose last night. Uh, falling to the Stars in overtime, 4-3, to three, which, uh, yeah, credit to the Stars for getting that one. They're in the tops of the West right now. So that was a uh, that was a big game between Dallas and uh, Vancouver last night. That's a uh, That's got playoff preview written all over it, if you want to ask me. But uh, the fact of the matter is, Vancouver is going to want to punctuate their performance up to this point of the season by getting a win before the Christmas break. The Sharks... Uh, are an opportunity for them to do just that. So, you know, it's going to be a tough game coming up on Saturday for the Sharks. They've got their work cut out for them, and it is going to take a high-quality effort across the board if they want to get their second win against Vancouver this year. All right, on the other side, we are going to get into some post-game sound, and you are going to hear an interview I did with one of the newest members of the San Jose Sharks, Jack Studnika. I got to sit down with him on Wednesday and talk to him about his uh, coming to San Jose and just kind of how busy his life has been for a bit. That's all coming up on the other side. You're listening to Morning Tide, presented by Coors Light on the Sharks Audio Network. That to-do list you have needs one more thing. Chill. It's an easy thing to do. Just crack open an ice-cold Coors Light and chill. 
take the afternoon off and binge watch anything. Go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours. Who's counting anyways? Or hang out with just your dog because you've had enough human interaction this week. Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Welcome back to Morning Tide, brought to you by Coors Light. Off the faceoff, here's a play in front. Schmaltz for Arizona, throwing it toward the goal. Safe score! A penalty is, was going to be called there. The Sharks. Against the Sharks, and it got poked home by one of the players in the slot. Might be Kerfoot. I think you're right. Right at the edge of the goal crease. And I don't know where that came from, but all of a sudden Schmaltz threw it in front, and the battle won against Thrun there by Kerfoot. Maybe or maybe it went off of Blackwood. Yeah, well, sometimes failure is the greatest teacher, and you gotta. this has to hurt so much. You say, okay, I don't want to do that in because I don't want to feel like this, right? That's really what it comes down to. How bad does it hurt to lose, and then you stop doing it. So that's part of the process. For four straight games, the Sharks have failed to secure a win. David Quinn seemingly disappointed and a bit upset after last night's game. Maybe a little bit more miffed than upset as he felt that they were doing a lot to give themselves chances, uh, but they were also doing a lot to hurt themselves along the way. He specifically spoke about cheating for offense. I think puck watching and forcing offense is starting to creep into our game, or is in our game. It's not creeping, it's there. You know, until we get back to being consistent with doing the right things, shifting and shift out, we're probably going to be on the losing end. Now, if I had to take a guess, I would say that one is the statement that David Quinn is hoping gets back to his team. The fact that he's saying, hey, if we keep on playing like this, if this is the way it's going to be, then we're going to see more losses. Like that, to me, seems like he is trying to send a message to his players. Now, whether or not they get the message, that's yet to be seen, but I do think that that, of all the statements that he said after the game last night, that was the one that you paid attention to the most because it just seemed to be a, uh, you know, a put it on them. Not, and not like he's deflecting blame, but he's saying, hey, guys, if we keep on doing this, then guess what? We're going to keep on getting the same results. It's that old saying, if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. And if that is, uh, you know, a little bit country for you, uh, there is some truth to that, most definitely. Quinn was also asked if he had any concern that the current losing streak uh, was going to replicate what happened earlier this year when they went their first 11 games without getting a win. I am, because this doesn't look like what it looked like the first 10 games. I mean, we played well. I mean, you know, we're out shooting them, out chancing them, you know, back and forth. Maybe we had the better of the play for the first half of the game. And then, uh, you know, we let the goals affect us. Yeah, that's one that a couple of the other guys were asked about as well. Let's start with uh, Philip Zadina. He looked really, really good last night, had a lot of jump out there on the ice. He was asked about how important it was for the Sharks to get a win heading into the Christmas break. I believe in that, uh, how how we end the game, we'll, you know, uh, we'll uh, get, we'll play the next game, right? So, like, if we go to the break with a bad game, you know, we'll, it's going to be stuck in our heads. We'll be thinking about it a little bit and, and, and uh, you know, we'll, we might start the same way. But if we end up playing really good, you know, going in the break with a good mindset and, and stuff like that. So the next game we'll play after the break will be probably, like, a little easier on our head. David Quinn also spoke after the loss about Zadina's performance. Well, I loved his game tonight. I thought he was real honest. He did some good things defensively. That line was good. I mean, that line was pretty good. They were in the zone, creating offense and 
he was a big part of it. I'm really happy for him to get rewarded with the goal. I mean, that, you know, all of a sudden, three to two, first shift of the, of the third period, and you know, we got hemmed in a lot. Again, we we got to manage the puck. Our idea of turning the puck over way too much. I mean, that's really a when we struggle, that is a big problem for us. You know, defensemen have to manage the puck better. <clears throat> and then we couldn't get the kill. Three to two, we couldn't get the kill. Bjorn Ruda also talked about this four-game losing streak and the Sharks not letting it spiral out of control. Yeah, as you, as you, as you said, we've been through this before. We just uh, gotta gotta work and not not hang our heads so, uh, that much. You know, obviously there are a lot of areas that we can we can execute and we can be better, but. Uh, we got we got some good things, so just uh, stay positive, keep working, and uh, you know we got a, a game in two days, so uh, just execute. Lack of execution at several points during the game for the Sharks was something David Quinn talked about after the loss when he met with us, and like I said, he just he seemed like he was a bit more miffed with this one, like he just expected that the Sharks would do much more clean hockey out there on the ice than what they did and he talked about the frustration of the sharks getting right back into that game making it 3-2 and then starting to give the puck away and then finding themselves down 4-2 after it seemed like they were on the cusp of finding their way back into a tie game yeah it's very frustrating very frustrating because you know you're thinking okay three to two it's a hockey game and it happened fast so really and it just uh we just weren't able to execute in a lot of areas and turnovers and you know, cheating for offense, not you know, playing. I thought we played fast in the first half of the game. We turned the pucks up. We weren't messing around with it. it wasn't on our stick long. Good puck support. And then we got away from it. More from Philip Zadina after the loss, who did play really well. I thought his line looked dangerous at times. This is what he uh, thought about playing alongside Hurdle and Eklund. Yeah, it was uh, obviously it felt really nice to to get on a board with with a goal. But uh, I mean, I believe we deserved it as a line because we were going hard since the first shift we had together, and we created a lot of chances. But unfortunately, didn't go in. Just just one went in, and, and you know, just. Uh, I don't know, bad luck today, might call it, I don't know. We had a good chance, it just didn't go in. Zadina also talked about his goal, which let's give that a listen to before we get his reaction. And the Sharks have the puck. They skate from left to right. Hurdle protects it and knocks it forward. And we have an update that Giovanni Smith is not going to return to tonight's game. He's now Eklund moving into the offensive zone, throwing it to the front of the goal. Zadina was there, couldn't get it. Now walking out of the corner, poked toward the net by Zadina. Star! Ferrara walked out of the corner with the puck on the play, and Philip Zadina just poked it toward the goal, and it gets by the netminder, Rimelka. That gets the Sharks right back into this. They're down 3-2. Oh, well, I mean... We're pretty hard on them since since the first ship we had. Like we created chances, we we're on them in the off zone. We were good for checking, and then all of a sudden, like good good bounce, and and uh, they went in. You know, just uh, I would be more happy if we would you know get those bounces uh, a little more often. Probably helped us. Jan Ruda talked about what has happened to the team between where they were a couple of weeks ago on the road. Things were trending in the right direction as opposed to now where they have lost four in a row? Uh, I mean, obviously, we're not as productive. And as I touched on, I think our execution could be a little bit better. Uh, but, uh, you know, um, overall, I think we played a solid game today. But, uh, again, uh, I think uh, a little bit more poised maybe in, uh, in uh, when, we, when we had the scoring chances would uh, be a uh, great help tonight. 
Ruda is always thoughtful, so I do enjoy getting his thoughts on a variety of topics, and he doesn't think the penalty kill is that far off right now. No, I think I think it's it comes down to execution. You know, like we we had uh, three kills tonight, and uh, I think for the most part we 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 defended that pretty well. But then we just started late on one pass, and it's in the back of the net. But it, you know, it's uh, <clears throat> it's the NHL. The players are skilled, so uh, you just gotta execute. So some good thoughts there after last night's loss, and the reality is that the team knows they need to go and put forth a really, really good performance against Vancouver on Saturday night, or else they're going to head into the break with three long days to think about what they have not been able to get done before they come back against some very, very staunch opposition that does not get any easier anytime soon. I did want to get that interview with Jack Studnika to you, and we started off going over how he pronounces his last name because, yeah, you hear it pronounced many different ways. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, Studnika. Studnika. Or stud, Studnika. Because people say Studnika, and then they go Studnika. Yeah. And I'm, like, I'm sure you've like watched it on TV and been like, nah, it's not. <laughs> I've heard a ton of uh, announcement. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we've got it on audio here now. Um, you know, I've got, I, I work in Major League Soccer as well, and one of my good friends, former player, and he had been traded before, and he said, like, there's always that first reaction of, like, oh, they're trading me. His dad was a professional baseball player, and the first time it happened to him, he was like, hey, man, there's another team that wants you. Mm-hmm. So, like, was that how you responded to this news, like, just a couple of days ago? Were you upset, or, like, how did you take it all in? I, w- I mean, I was certainly caught off guard up the start, but, I mean, I was so excited. Um, you know, when they told me I was going to get a chance to play in the NHL again, I was kind of up and down in Vancouver, so um, no, super grateful and super excited, I would say. Yeah, I mean, I remember you said right after that first game, you said you were excited to wear the sweater. Like, that, like not everybody says that, but like you made a point to say that. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, it was uh, it was my older brother's favorite team growing up, so that that's a little added bonus. But no, it felt special. It felt good. Um, it's nice to jump on board here. So, what was your favorite team growing up? I like the Leafs. Okay. I was a Toronto fan. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. I mean, yeah, I just grew up around there. Yeah. <laughs> They've got a lot of fans, so yeah. we, we know how it goes. Um, so, obviously, um, you know, you were already on the uh, the Pacific Coast, but now you're down here in the Bay Area. How's the adjustment been? I mean, you've only had a couple of days. Yeah, I think I brought the rain with me. I've kind of got <laughs> rain both days, but, no, I've heard the weather's uh, awesome, uh, fun place to live. Uh, I, I went out to a couple restaurants. Uh, food seems really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, no, I, I'm, uh, I've never been to California before other than uh, kind of coming to, to play against uh, California teams, but uh, I'm thrilled. I'm excited. Yeah, and, you know, one of the things that, you know, head coach David Quinn said when they acquired you is like, yeah, we, we know this player, we like his game. What does that mean when you hear, you know, a head coach of the team that wanted you talk about how they wanted you to be part of this. That's a it's a huge thing for confidence. Um, you know that the general managers make the trade, so when that happened, I knew that uh, there was interest and they liked me. But uh, hearing it from the head coach and knowing he was kind of familiar with what kind of player I was, um, you know, that's huge for the confidence going forward. I, I know hockey. Uh, you know, from the outside, it's pretty simple: puck, net. You know, that's that's the easy part to understand. But you know, you're coming from one team where they've got their own system and they've got your own responsibilities for what you're trying to do, and then whether the tactics are similar or different, suddenly you're being thrust out there on the ice. So like, what's that crash course like for you? Because it's not like you can learn everything in one pregame meeting. No, um, I think uh, at the start, I'm just trying to get my legs under me and uh, learn as we go. But there is a lot of uh, similarities between Vancouver and uh, what San Jose is trying to implement. So 
Um, it, it hasn't been that hard, but there's definitely uh, a couple differences that uh, I'm going to have to work on and uh, grow into my game. Yeah. What, was there anything specifically you found challenging right away, or is it just getting to know your teammates' tendencies? Getting to know the, the tendencies kind of of the five-man unit on the ice, you know, how we like to break out pucks, how we like mm -hmm. to advance the puck. Um, but, yeah, learning every shift, honestly, it's uh, – seems to be going in the right direction yeah how I guess is it just reps with the guys you're playing with is that the best way to learn yeah I would say so yeah do you have conversations with them though off the like when you find out who you're going to be lined up with do you guys have a conversation or did you have a conversation or do you just kind of say no we can't overthink this right now uh it's a balance I think you try to have conversations on what you want to do off certain face-offs and stuff like that but mm -hmm. uh you know when the pucks it's a fast game out there so you want to be playing off your instincts more than uh more than thinking yeah and is that, I guess, have those instincts, in your opinion, has it been like where you thought somebody was going to be or how you thought they were going to react? Has that been working pretty well for you? Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, like I said, I'm just getting more comfortable, honestly, shift by shift, yeah. uh, game by game. So hopefully it keeps uh, continuing upwards. And like you said, you you know, you got the opportunity here. Um, what does that mean to you, though? I mean, just to be able to have that opportunity to get in on a night-to-night -night basis right now and show off what you can do. Because, you know, we – People always look at pro sports and they try to rank somebody's skill level, but sometimes like the timing is just as important in a situation as it is how good somebody is. Yeah, um, like you said, getting a good opportunity here. So um, yeah, I couldn't ask for a better opportunity. It looks like it's it's there for the taking. So um, looking forward to uh, just getting better and showing what I can do to help. Nice. Did you tell your brother right away that you were going to the Sharks? Yeah, I told him. He was he was <laughs> excited. He was fired up. Yeah. So like, what's the next step for you, man? Like, I, I imagine you're still at a hotel, right? I am at a hotel right now. <laughs> um, thankfully, our last game before the breaks in Vancouver. So I'm gonna get everything packed up and take a little road trip over the break, <laughs> and hopefully have a place uh, settled here to move into when around Christmas time might, might be hard during Christmas but we'll uh we'll manage at the least the roads will be a little bit lighter you would think yeah like maybe not on Christmas Eve but like if you're driving on Christmas Day it'll probably be pretty chill should be able to zip down <laughs> yeah it should be nice <laughs> right on man well I will let you go welcome to San Jose man glad to have you here and I'll be bugging you again a lot I can promise you that all right thanks very much that is Jack Studnika, and we are just about out of time I will be with you on Saturday as we get ready for the Sharks to take on the Vancouver Canucks in Vancouver. Go time for that game is 7 o'clock right here on the Sharks Audio Network, 6.30 pregame. For the San Jose Sharks, I'm Ted Ramey signing off. You've been listening to the San Jose Sharks Morning Tide, brought to you by Coors Light on the Sharks Audio Network.